1: Hi there, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey.
0: And I'm Holland, and today we'll be talking about Season 11, Episode 18 and 19. Kelsey, can you please read the YouTube summaries?
1: Absolutely, Holland. Since Allie can't officially have a boyfriend, she wants Dave to meet her folks as a friend. Holly J needs to convince her birth mom to donate a kidney. Drew revels in his newfound abilities in MMA fighting, despite the danger of being caught doing it at school. That's episode 18, Mr. Brightside. Episode 19, Mr. Brightside, is when Kate's and when Kate's bit in the paper gets the guys locked out of the weight room, they find another MMA fight venue. Dave's first meeting with Allie's parents doesn't go well, but Allie wants them to try again. It seems Holly J might get a kidney from her birth mom after all, when Fiona has the idea of buying herself a vintage prom dress.
0: That was kind of a mess um in terms of sentence structure excuse you it's not your fault Uh, you read it verbatim you
1: know i did exactly that and a little bit offended that you called it a mess in the first place but we're gonna move on here and that's fine i'm
0: sorry you think this the youtube summary was written perfectly
1: no i think that you're couching the fact that i didn't do a good job reading it it's fine let's talk about the title of the show kelsey
0: you have always always done an excellent job reading these. Yes, I have. I know Uh, that
1: I've done exactly that well every time that I've done this podcast before.
0: We've come up Across our second year anniversary of doing oh this show. Oh my God,
1: has it really been two years? I don't
0: think this is the anniversary. I think this is a previous one, which we obviously already talked about yeah, in duh. the anniversary uh-huh. episode. Yeah. uh But you've always done a stellar job.
1: You know, thank you so much, Holland. Like, I wouldn't be able to do this without you.
0: I love you so much. I love you okay. so much. So, um, like, there's not too much to say because they kind of hit. The important beats.
1: I would disagree. There's a there's <laughs> a lot of nuance missed in those six sentences. And I have thoughts it about confused. everything that just happened.
0: I'm just confused why they, like, part one starts Allie off as if she's the A-plot when she's yeah. clearly the C-plot. Yeah.
1: yeah, kidney girl, like, dialysis miss or whatever. She's, like, number two for sure. This is about white male violence and like picking fights with strangers and being emotionally unstable
0: so the plot of mr brightside the song by the killers yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's let's
1: unpack that one
0: so um episodes 18 and 19 are called mr brightside a 2003 song by the killers uh Uh,
1: you've probably heard of it it's their signature song
0: and uh it's Relevant, uh, sort of to the twenty eighteen world because all I keep seeing are memes of how it makes white people immediately fucking sick yeah. and it's true.
1: Yeah, and I just read a thing on Tumblr about how apparently Mr. Brightside never left the English top charts. Like it's just still hanging out at like number four for the last fourteen years, which
0: okay, That makes sense. Um there's a lot of white people in England. Yeah,
1: it's it's very white in England, maybe even more than the United States. Um and it also goes hard as hell, so Yeah, that's true. That's not that surprising. Uh,
0: I would want to sing it but then I'd have to sync up the audio to us singing and that sounds like too much uh, work. It yes do
1: does sound like a lot of work.
0: Um, great. So let's just jump right into it. Yeah, there.
1: let's dive straight into the masterpiece that is Degrassi, season yes. 11, episodes 18 and 19.
0: Yeah, Um. so immediately the music yeah. is bad. The episode yeah. starts with the worst music.
1: Yeah, it's like very, I'm waiting for like X going give it to you to start happening, but it does not. It, but um, it tries to be that. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's got that very kind of hard, pulsing, like they angry, that. like, I, I, I've mentioned this before, but I bear saying again, this is angry white man music storyline theme plot like that is what this episode is about there are other plots going on but it is this is at its core a story of an angry white man
0: which is sort of drew's whole deal yeah not angry like ever since we've been introduced to drew it's mm. basically been uh, pretty white boy problems mm, yeah i mean obviously the First half of the season has been bananas in terms of Drew's story.
1: <laughs> Boy, <laughs> has it ever! Like, who?
0: Like, first he's like dating you know, you Bianca, wanna, and yeah. he, they're going to a concert, uh. and suddenly Bianca murders that guy.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was so crazy when that happened. She just like straight up ices a dude, like slits his throat in front, and then and then they make out for a couple minutes. Like, no, you should run first, make out later. Also, like do we get to hear that guy again what what's going on yeah and then as you recall Uh, yeah
0: drew takes the fall for bianca and goes to Uh jail for a while yeah which is weird
1: because how do you get sentenced for like 12 years for manslaughter (laughs) but then still be in high school and also i don't think I i don't understand canada's sentencing laws seem a little bit more lax than that i don't I don't really know how it fits in, but I guess that's, like, serialized television for you.
0: I mean, he's very pretty, so Degrassi couldn't kick him he off is, the
1: show. He is, he is a handsome child, I will say that much, and Baby nothing Taylor else Lautner. on that subject. Very, I'm going to call him Taylor Watner most of the time. Not because I don't know this guy's name completely... <laughs>
0: They say it many times in the episode. Like, he says his full name during yeah, the episode, so yeah, they... anyone who has never seen the show before would be able to immediately know who he is.
1: And you know that, too bad we don't have anybody here who's never, like, watched an episode of Degrassi we'll before. Have to,
0: we'll have to ask anyone who starts yeah. um, with this episode whether or not they're able to remember Drew's name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that dude's name is so not forgettable. So I don't uh, see why this would be a problem. But another Moving thing Moving on. Yeah,
0: but I was just going to say, yeah. another thing about Mr. Brightside in terms... So we have Allie and Dave have mm, boyfriend-girlfriend mm-hmm. labeling problems. Boy, howdy. Holly J needs a fucking kidney or else she'll die. Yeah. And then, but that's the B plot. And yeah. A plot is, I'm so angry and dramatic. Like, yeah. Drew's storylines all season have been at like a dramatic 10. Yeah. And all the B and C plots have been like, oh, well, what are we going to do? Like, it's such, like, tonal whiplash in between every single thing.
1: Yeah. And uh the the whole episode is just kind of a confusing mixture of three very different tiers of, like, emotional, like, trauma going on at once. And then Ellie's um,
0: like, oh, I want my boyfriend to hang yeah, out with me more. My
1: supposedly conservative Indian parents... Uh, don't allow me to do things. But, like, the first thing that happens in the episode is, like, hey, Dad, I'm going to go out and not explain where I'm going. Okay, chill. You got an 89% on your English paper. Good job. Honestly, 89%? Not that great. I was an AP kid at once. I would have been pissed off at an 89%. That's not an A. I...
0: I know Allie's very smart.
1: Where's your yeah? Where's your work ethic? 89 on an English paper? Come on, girl.
0: English? Come on. Yeah. She's a science kid, so yeah. But like, whatever. let's let's just jump into yeah. it. Um, because as we normally yeah. do with the show, we go scene by scene. Um, so we start out with like the weird homoerotic martial arts.
1: Yeah, it starts with a with a shot of a of Taylor Lautner's face, just like grimacing super hard, and I'm thinking like, is this gonna be a poop episode? Is this gonna be like? Is he like squishing out one real, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's maybe too gross.
0: Kelsey, it's fine. I'm aware of how gross you are yeah. always on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, and then it turns out that they're like fighting inside of like the gym weight room. And then a teacher comes and then they have to pretend like they weren't just like. Yeah, they like,
0: scatter and they're like, we've always been working out five feet apart.
1: <laughs> I'm just doing crunches, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, for bicep those curl. I... this <laughs> those of you who can't see into my kitchen right now, yeah. Cole says crunches and started doing bicep curls. Who's Cole? <laughs> Kelsey. I said Kelsey.
1: Yeah. That's really weird <laughs> that you would call me that right now. I
0: don't know what you're talking about. I, ca- I called you Kelsey just now.
1: Yeah. That's weird, Holland. Watch yourself. Yeah. Um.
0: Anyway, um, I said Owen's hair is bad and I think we should just jump into fashion. Okay. <laughs> I, don't have a ton, I don't have a ton of fashion notes. Me so neither. I feel like we should just get it yeah. out of the way
1: quick refresher (laughs) for the audience for the audience just in case they don't know which one owen is all right
0: for those of you who may have like taken a break from this podcast and like are unfamiliar Uh because owen is is only been relevant sort of recently yeah he's um the hot one with bad hair who has a terrible with the, personality. With
1: the kind of moppy sort of hair. And yes, he's got like yes, the sparkly eyes, sort yes. of like the Cillian murphy yeah. kind of thing. Um,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. He's the one who um He's
1: cute. He have sexually
0: a... harassed Anya into dating oh. him. As you recall. <laughs> which we talked about. I, I take about that a lot. back
1: about him being cute.
0: No, that's okay. We we acknowledge yeah, he has weirdly nice arms. Um, yeah. And can sometimes be cool. Like, that's a it's problem un- on Degrassi. They're so
1: young. It's uncomfortable. I feel weird calling them attractive. But, like, yeah, they're but like, beautiful people.
0: If you remember that one time you and I were talking about yeah. how the actor who plays Eli is 19, and I said, okay. old enough to fuck. Yeah. That's kind of the territory we've been playing in yeah, for definitely. two years. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Let's walk off this ledge and back into the episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the boys are MMA training. They're, you know, they're fighting. They're it, this the, This is a Fight Club episode. This is Fight Club. We're not supposed to talk about Fight Club, but here we are in Fight Club. He's like,
0: "You're literally breaking two rules." Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Also, we didn't finish fashion.
1: (laughs) Oh right, sorry. Back to fashion. (laughs) So, um, so, like
0: later, um, later in the episode, uh, so Fiona and uh, Holly Day keep trying on prom dresses, and I don't know. Prom dresses are usually always just gross.
1: Yeah, so many questions about the prom dress thing. First off, don't you try on prom dresses at a store and not in your friend's bedroom? Yeah, but
0: I guess since Fiona's super rich, she just bought a bunch so they could just try it on at her house. Ugh. Yeah. That's
1: why we need a revolution.
0: <laughs> All I do is just wearing like a pink one with flowers on it, and I'm personally not a fan.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm yeah. getting I'm getting very like Cardcaptor Sakura vibes from this about like, mm-hmm. you know, Sakura and her like friend whose name I'm, is like losing me right now, but who's like obsessed with taking pictures of her and like dressing her in a bunch of cute outfits and it's like hey i'm not actually a character i'm just here to like emotionally support you on your journey and just like stand in the background and take pics and offer twenty thousand dollars when it's comfortable and like when it moves the plot forward you know
0: yeah i can i should have started um the staple segment that we do called kelsey's anime corner um, but it's fine. We'll, we can we can get back to that. Yeah. Um, I said Katie's hair is nice. Like, someone's really doing um, Katie's hair just, like, with the, yeah. the curls. It's very cute. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: the Dot, the restaurant that they always go to whenever Holly J wants to talk to her birth mom about kidneys, it's just so tacky. Like, yeah. I know, like, the Dot's been in the show forever, but, like... It went through a whole redesign with this season. I don't know. It's just really tacky.
1: Yeah. It's also important to note that the scene where they're dressing up with each other, the first sentence out of the one girl's mouth uh, is... uh, Prom is in a couple months. It's been so hard lately because... You know, I've been going under dialysis and also I've been adopted and I just found that out about everything. We'll get
0: to it. We'll get it's to it. It's a lot
1: to unpack in one sentence. Yeah,
0: but if for anyone who's never seen the show before, that's useful exposition, dump. Yeah,
1: it really is. It really helped people get um situated.
0: But at one point Holly J is wearing like a green prom dress and I was like, Holly J does look really good in green. Like remember that episode where True, she was Yeah, um, she's got that
1: gingery kind of vibe. It's yeah. like a leprechaun look. It it works for her.
0: Like, remember that episode where she was in New York with Declan and Fiona uh-huh. and yeah. like um
1: and then they just go out on the town. Yeah, they, they were like
0: so like she and Declan were like all over each other and then Fiona kisses her brother. She looked really like looked really good in that green dress that one time.
1: Oh man, yeah. I the brother kissing just really that that one did it for me on that episode. It was like, you know, sort of like a precursor to Game of Thrones in a way if you think really, about it.
0: Really truly. Yeah. Um, And the last fashion note I have yeah. is I hate at the end of the episode where Dave's like I'm gonna be myself. He like wears like that really gross T-shirt I've seen a lot of straight guys yeah. wear it where there's just like headphones graphics yeah. on the shirt. It's really bad.
1: Or like I've seen I've seen even like tattoos of that one before where it's just like the image of like the big headphones that you that you put over your ears and like there's the cord going down. It's like. Congratulations! You listen to music. Good job. Wow, you super love music a whole bunch.
0: Do you have any other fashion notes that? Uh, mentioned? Yeah,
1: my fashion note: everybody was wearing the same fucking outfit for most of it because their school has uniforms. Yep.
0: All right, so let's all right let's properly um, jump in. So after yeah. um, wrestle, seek not seek, I mean, yeah. uh, Secret martial arts happens, and then yeah. they act like they're totally cool and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like some sexual tension between Drew and Katie. And Katie, um, was introduced to, like, she had a speaking lines a few episodes ago, but I don't think I really noticed, um, when watching that episode, because I totally watched that episode, but now, she's not a great actress. You know, I can't say
1: that any of them <laughs> really spoke to me as, like, good at acting, being a thing That's about fair. the
0: thing. That's fair.
1: Maybe the, I mean, it's not a child, but the mom... I I believe the mom's performance, and, like, she didn't get a lot of lines, but I kind of, like, it was an emotional journey she went on. She she took us on the journey, at least, you know.
0: It's just, like, Katie's just really robotic, and all of my lines are like this. Yeah. People mumble a lot in this show.
1: Very true. Oh, my God, the little (laughs) brother, like, mumbles Magoo over here, just like... Constantly whispering through all of his lines and just like you need to talk to your girl and we just talking about your feelings, brother. Let's go play Call of Duty.
0: But yeah, so Katie and Dave, not Dave, Drew immediately start like flirting it up in the gym, and then yeah, I think that theme song happens. And who gives a shit? Like I'm fine on the new theme song, as I've said in previous episodes. Yeah, just I
1: don't know, clash people together and a bunch of fucking heterosexual nonsense just you know keep it going
0: yeah so Allie and dave are a thing that we are supposed to give a shit about
1: yeah ah, seriously man I
0: don't care we've
1: got we've got a girl's life on the line and a violent young man who's going down a dangerous path and i'm supposed to care that like you you don't want to keep your boyfriend secret from your parents anymore.
0: It's honestly super disappointing because Allie has always been like the best character. Yeah, even when she's not like. Doing the best things—it's always been great to watch.
1: But like, yeah, let's like let's like watch her get addicted to Adderall or something. Like let's that's like, like
0: thing she would do now. Like she's no longer Miss Bad Girl trying to be popular. She is trying really hard to impress her parents. So Adderall addiction would be like yeah. the natural next step. Come on, I just
1: wrote like four episodes. We could we could get a four episode arc out of that one. Yeah,
0: because everyone on DeGrassi gets addicted for only like one or two arcs. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. It's quick, easy, and also Dave sucks. Yeah. Dave sucks.
1: I mean, Dave is fine. I don't... Like, he wasn't
0: offensive in this episode. He was just boring.
1: Yeah, Dave is like, I get along with adults. Adults love me. Great. Congrats. The teachers don't hate you. I'm supposed to, like, like you because of that?
0: Also, the one adult we see is the science teacher, which is his best friend's uncle. Oh. Like, good for you. You don't even get
1: points for that. (laughs) That
0: That doesn't count. I'm great with adults that are also basically my friends. Um, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah. Okay, anyway, so... Allie are just like I want to spend time with you way more. I'm tired of sneaking around. Uh, you should meet my parents. Oh wait, I immediately regret this decision.
1: Yeah, and it's like there's all these like steps that we have to take. But anyway, the important thing we we switch back to the B plot, which I think is the most
0: a woman's life on the line. And they put yeah, in yeah. we did this before too. Like when Mr. Simpson got cancer, that was always a B plot. Oh my god, that was always a B plot. They just uh, even with good Te- thing tra-
1: that Mr. Simpson at that point after invented the cure for cancer and it like stopped being a thing after that. Yeah,
0: like, Tigrasi just glosses over something like really important, yeah. like big moments. Yeah, I don't know, but like yeah, Fiona and Holly J are getting ready for prom. Like they're trying out a bunch of prom dresses that Fiona inexplicably just has in her house.
1: Yeah, um, and as I said before, anime. Uh, kind of weirdly that she's obsessed and, and we get a lot of exposition very quickly about dialysis and adoption and that she descended from a gold digger because apparently that's what her mom is and uh, her friend is just like, chill, I'm gonna buy your kidney for you.
0: Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll just spend $20,000 like yeah. And also, like, something that's really crazy. Fiona's like, I'll just call my lawyer right now. Oh, wait. Buying a kidney for $20,000 is illegal? Like, yeah. you didn't know that? Holy Jay, you're like the valedictorian. This didn't occur to you that buying organs for $20,000 isn't suspect? For any amount,
1: really, when you come down to it.
0: Like, when you had a phone call at the end of the last episode where she's like, oh, I'm a match, but I need $20,000, and you were like... All right, do what you gotta do. You didn't understand that you were being extorted? Yeah. You're too, these girls are too smart to realize what, what blackmail is. But again, the episode doesn't treat it like it's blackmail.
1: No, it treats it like.
0: You understand, I'm a struggling single mom.
1: Yeah. And. See, I don't know that I see it as blackmail. Like, the mom has a really good point. Like, you know, I wanna do everything for my daughter and all that. But now I have two like other children, which I'm just gonna like place in the background because thank God we didn't have any lines from any fucking child actors, I know. right? Another
0: Isabella situation. Oh my
1: God, Isabella! Like if a child's uh, below 12 years old, like you just keep them into a closet until they turn 12, and then they can start acting because Kelsey, before is that, that, what happened to you? <laughs> this is about Degrassi okay. Holland, right, right, okay? Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And it was just really weird because immediately then this girl, uh, like Lindsay Lohan gets super mad at her mom for being like, I know I fucked up raising you as a child, but now I'm like trying to like not fuck up these children and like stop earning money for three months. But that's so, like, like in a
0: later scene. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So like this, the one after, cause I put a note like after there. oh, this scene ends with Holly J and Fiona with. Oh my god, apparently paying someone for a kidney is we're totally illegal. Part. Yeah. And Holly goes, "What?" And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um so the next scene is Adam is it was like they were like Adam was like going downstairs and Drew is like yeah. really macho on the stairs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he's doing sit-ups like like crazy.
0: And Adam's immediately like, "Oh, you're incredibly insecure." And Drew's like, "Shut up." <laughs> Because, as always, Adam is the voice of reason. Yeah, Adam's everything. just like, hey, do
1: you want to want put down the steroids for, like, three seconds? You know, like, there are emotions other than anger. Do you want to talk about your feelings? Like, no, I want to play violent video games. Everything's fine, brother.
0: Yeah, because, like, because the secret martial arts club is secret, everyone's getting, like, really afraid of getting caught. But Drew's like, I need to be able to fucking uh, beat shit up. But Adam is just like, hey, um, maybe you should talk about your problems. Drew's like, whatever. This is a
1: recurring theme. Talk about <laughs> your fucking problems.
0: Yeah. Um, Use your it, words. The next scene they're in, uh, Drew is watching the wrestling practice and you see yeah. Moe Cashore. my yeah. new favorite character, Mo uh, Cashore, I believe. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. It was only yep. just last episode. Yeah. But, um.
1: He's he's he was one of the two that was fighting.
0: I think my favorite part about this scene is when uh, Mo wins his wrestling match, sits down, and Drew slaps his back like "Hey, buddy!" and immediately like looks at his hand all gross, like his back was all sweaty. Like it was really subtle, but like good for you acting. <laughs>
1: good job noticing that too holland i was i was busy taking notes i didn't get that one down
0: yeah i think we may have missed a scene in which um all the dude bros in the fight club are like we can't do the fight club dude it's too risky we might get caught and yeah and drew's like i want to fight so i think he's like trying to get mo to fight with him just so he has someone to beat the shit out of but yeah yeah, and then the next scene, um, we see Wesley's uncle, who's also the science teacher. Uh huh. Dave's like, "I'm super good with adults because I'm good with one adult," and Allie's like, "Oh, cool. Maybe I can actually." I, th- I think this is what she gets the idea to invite Dave to her parents because she's yeah. talking to Claire like, "I hate sneaking around. I'm like a good kid now. I hate lying to my parents, but like, we're they're super strict, and we're not allowed to date in high school." And Claire's like, "I don't know. They've been good lately. You might as well try it."
1: Invite him over. Tell him he's your friend, and then don't.
0: And and we get, like, the worst fucking science pun. Like, because they're wearing, like... There's, like, beakers of blue and green liquid, and Claire's like, you should try it. And Allie's like, maybe introducing Dave to my parents is an experiment worth trying. And I was like, that's bad even for Degrassi. Woof. Ugh. Um, And the next scene
1: we go is
0: drew beating the shit out of mo yes and then kate kate's fucking spying on him in every scene like she's like girl you're obsessed
1: stop we need to uh, i like we definitely need to bring up right now that this is like an unhealthy kind of thing like girl i've been there before oh he's like emotionally unavailable like he's a little bit dangerous like he's a little bit mysterious you don't know like you're attracted to him no stop that Can we stop that trend, by the way? Yeah,
0: can we stop... First of all, like, we remember in high school where sometimes, like, you'd see your crush and you would purposely, like, walk down the same hallway as them all the time. All the
1: time. I was was fucking gross about that shit. But,
0: like, literally following them around school, presumably after hours. Like, let's stop the tropes of stalking people is romantic. And, uh... I, you're literally watching this dude beat the shit out of another yeah. dude. Like he doesn't. Should not turn Like that Mo out. is like, I give up, and Drew is just wailing on his face. And then she's like, He's broken. I can fix it.
1: Exactly. I'm so tired of that fixation. Like, there's a scene later on. Um, I, I, I won't spoil it, but like, basically, th- this is what this is about. And they, the show, never like acknowledges the fact that like hey this dude is emotionally unstable and prone to violence and I'm attracted to him and then that's just supposed to be okay it's like no if you've ever been through that situation in real life I definitely have this like problem where like if a dude's a little bit like standoffish at first and like not emotionally there for me uh that turns me on (laughs) because I gotta I gotta work for something um but no it's wrong because surprise surprise even if you do like catch that fish hey, guess what? That fish that was emotionally unavailable and prone to violence, still emotionally unavailable and prone to violence. Like Now
0: he's just talking to you about it. Yeah,
1: now he's just...
0: <laughs> it's a bummer. Now
1: he's just there, and now he's going to act out on you as opposed to the world, because now you're a part of his world.
0: And the scene ends with really bad fake Eminem rap music.
1: Yeah, again, once again, white male violence being like explored and like reified. Not into it
0: also uh, then we just smash cut to Holly J's birth mom being like so do you have my twenty thousand dollars
1: yeah thanks mom
0: uh, she... it's just it's so casual or she was like but then yeah she is like hi like I I'm a single mom of two kids I work all the time I can't afford to take three months off
1: yeah this is not I... The episode explores this, which I'm glad of, and the fact that, like, you know, this girl, like, lashes out at her birth mom for not giving her a kidney and needing money for it. Um, but yeah, it is important to call out, like, it's fucked up. You can't expect somebody to, like, give over an organ for free and also put their children's future in jeopardy. Like I know. You
0: literally just met.
1: I know your yeah. I know your kidneys don't work, or whatever, and I like birthed you, but I've I birthed two other of them now too, and I need to like watch over them.
0: It's tricky because Holly J is literally dying.
1: Yeah, truth.
0: And like the she's lar- not
1: dying. It's just she her has- life sucks super bad as long as she's doing dialysis, well, and it's, it's like, a big inconvenience what for was it her. Both of her kidneys are failing. Yeah
0: and the longer you stay on dialysis the more it harms your body like oh. dialysis is not a long-term solution okay, okay despite dialysis clinics in america advertising themselves that way like as soon as holly j learned her kidneys were Good failing thing this is in canada true oh my god as soon as holly j learned she like her kidneys were failing like maybe it wasn't bad enough to immediately put her on a transplant list but they wasted so much time not putting her on a transplant list that now that she needs one like who knows how long it's gonna take? Mm.
1: And like, can and it... those wait lines, right? Socialized mm-hmm. medicine, single I know. payer. you can't
0: just go to the Canadian organ store. I think hashtag maybe it's different. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's good points in, on both sides because Holly J's freaking out because, like, she's dying and she needs a transplant. And right when she finds out she needs a transplant, she finds out she's adopted. So she's she's spiraling a bit. This is probably this is clearly not how she wanted to meet her birth mom yeah. that she didn't know about. But the next scene begins, continuing literally where we left off with the bad fake Eminem playing.
1: Yeah. And this is this is this girl, uh, newspaper girl, as I'm gonna dub her for this episode. Just Katie. I like to give like fun nicknames. You, you always know. do, Kelsey. Yeah, this is this is a trend. Everybody knows about this at this point. Um, and it, they're kind of talking, and she wants to write an article about
0: violence male Degrassi.
1: violence, which valid on the nose, by the way. Um,
0: Especially with DeGrassi's history.
1: And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Degrassi has a long history of violence. I, I know that much about the show. I know a lot of things about the show, but that one in if particular, I know. If you had to I generalize
0: know, for someone who is, yeah needs an overview, shit happens at Degrassi. Yeah. And a lot of the times, it's white male violence. Drugs,
1: pregnancy, violence. Is there anything else going on in the show? Um, but basically, she wants to write an article about it, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, sure, don't use my fucking name, though. This is like a secret fighting thing that we're doing. But you're hot and you have pretty eyes and curly hair. And yeah, so let me tell you like,
0: literally everything. Yes, let me
1: tell you everything anyway, even though this is supposed to be a secret. Um, I
0: noticed this, but basically, yeah. as soon as a pretty girl is involved, Drew will do whatever you want.
1: Oh wow, a violent man thinking with his dick. What else is new? Got back it. him. Uh, Alien fucking yeah, Jay. and then we go oh back to my the. God. Can the, can we move this down to like the D plot? Because I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like.
0: She's like, do you want to meet my parents? And he's like, cool, parents love me. And she's like, cool, I'll quiz you later. And he's like, what? And yeah. then, boom, smash cut to another scene that is like.
1: I wrote four words for that scene. Invites guy to parents. Back to the action. <laughs> also, uh,
0: so we get to a science class with Drew and all of the dude bros. They're yeah. literally like nine desks. They're
1: like loud whispering
0: about how this, the newspaper girl ruined everything. Why would you do that? Okay, she's
1: scene, right there. They're in crazy. the same class. There
0: are only nine desks in this science class, and it's Ugh. like hashtag maybe it's different Canada. What are your classroom yeah. sizes? So when I was in high school, there was like thirty three yeah. kids in my science class. But like, they're like, hey dude, where I was able to beat up Mo, and they're like, oh crap, then maybe we shouldn't have abandoned this fight club idea. You rule, Drew, for beating someone. And then he was like...
1: And he didn't... Okay, you didn't beat him. He got distracted. (laughs) You got a... And then you just started wailing on him when you got on top of him. But
0: then then all the dude bros start talking shit about Katie. And they're like, we're totally whispering. She's right in front of them. She's like, do-do-do, taking science notes. I can't hear anything they're saying.
1: (laughs) They're talking about me and my newspaper article. Like... Come on, that's where it gets really unrealistic. Because if you ever met a kid in newspaper in high school, you say the word newspaper, and they're like, "Oh, oh, did did you did you read the? Oh my god, what did? I mean, you know, just like, did you read that one like article that was like on like the front, like you know, the one that the one that I wrote? Did you have any? Did you have any thoughts about that? Did you like?" Come on,
0: Kelsey. I know that because you work in journalism. Yeah, uh, you. This is real. You also life.
1: work in journalism, yep. Holland.
0: I do as well. Um, but yeah, you totally have real life experience um, being that kid, don't you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> very much so.
0: Um, and and then
1: I, okay. shit back to the deep we
0: More parents. She's, she's like, you have to like cricket, and like you have to tell them about your dad, cop. Don't and...
1: mention rap. Say that your dad is a detective. Because that'll sound good. That is kind of cool. I guess yeah. being a detective he's is like cool. He's like a
0: detective constable.
1: Okay, sure. Sounds great.
0: And he's just, like, freaking out because he's like, uh... Because this is what Ellie's doing. She's like, you have to impress my parents. But she does not say, because I'm not allowed to be dating Yeah, people. she
1: dances that around that point a lot of being like, my parents are not into this. Anyway, who gives a shit about them? The next sentence that I wrote down, which is very enlightening from here, is you can do it dialysis girl and then
0: <laughs> oh i forgot to mention how in the allie and dave scene suddenly the framing gets crazy it's just yeah. like, close up of allie close up of dave face close up of Ali, face close up of... face like face. where's the super intense framing like is this necessary because literally all they're saying if is someone
1: about to get shot right now i sure hope so
0: literally all allie is saying is like i want you to impress my I parents want
1: something to happen
0: <laughs> and dave's like do i get to say i'm your boyfriend no oh the end of scene yeah yeah, onto it. But you yeah. can do a
1: dialysis, girl. Some stuff happens.
0: But we get really real with Holly J. We do
1: because
0: she's just like
1: she can't do it. She
0: flipped out on her birth mom, being like, "You're so selfish. You won't save my life." Um, and then she's like, "I did an oopsie. Yeah, I did a big goofball. Yeah. Now I won't get to have a relationship with this woman. I've burned this bridge because I want her to give me organs."
1: The classic story of mother and daughter.
0: You have to say, I have not... I've watched a lot of... You know me, Holland Baker.
1: Yeah.
0: I've watched a lot of soap operas, mm-hmm. TV dramas. Grey's, I Maybe Grey's Anatomy, which we both watch and are obsessed with, you yeah. should know this, has a weird organ donation subplot, but I haven't really seen that in other teen dramas.
1: No. I can't think of any... Of any of the you know expansive list of teen dramas that I've watched that had an organ donation, a estranged birth mother come back into my life kind of subplot. This is new territory yeah. for sure.
0: Like we've done estranged mother, yeah. Like we've probably even also done dying kid, but like organ, yeah, organ donation drama. I can't think of the. I'm drama. into
1: it. I'm, yeah. It's it's drama. This should it's, be the a yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's a b plot. To fucking Drew. Because one
1: person is going to die no matter what they do. And one person is just kind of trying to die. And like throwing himself into situations that are really unnecessary.
0: What do you mean someone's going to die no matter what?
1: Well, uh, Dialysis Girl, like if nothing, like her life is actually on the line. Yes. But the whole Drew Taylor Lautner storyline is like, I'm throwing my life away and I'm just being a dick about it because I don't want to like... Think engage my with feelings. my feelings it, like one thing if nothing happens she dies if if yeah, taylor yeah, yeah, Wagner yeah. just decides not to be a dick you you're just a fucking jock with a hot newspaper girlfriend like oh stop God. fighting people come on <laughs> and do do or do football
0: literally everyone in the do episode football. Is everybody just does like... football Everyone in, in Wait, it's Canada. Episode? Shit.
1: Do they do football in Canada?
0: Obviously. Remember Riley was on the football team. Remember, of course. Remember uh, Jane was the, was the quarterback that one season? Or hockey.
1: Do hockey. They all like hockey. Yeah, That's even like, more white male violence. Yeah, whatever. So unnecessary. Um.
0: Yeah, uh, so Allie introduces Dave to her parents. Uh-huh. And she's like, this is Dave. Yeah. Trying to make them all proper. And Allie's mom is, she's like, what does your dad do? And Dave's like, he's a cop. And she's like, I love CSI. <laughs> I'm like, I see you, girl. Yeah. And he's been like, oh, I love basketball. But lately, I've been getting to know cricket, which is a phrase that would impress parents, to be fair to Dave. Really? Oh, I've been getting to know cricket. Oh. Aww. Oh, no, the I guess I
1: a, high, yeah. a high schooler into cricket. Sure. Congratulations. You picked the most boring sport possible.
0: I just, I literally wrote, I don't care about any of these plots. <laughs> I don't care.
1: The, I wanted to see where the violence one was going, if only so that I could be justified when they get together at the end. Spoiler. Um, yeah, that pissed me off. Um, but yeah, that's not important.
0: Um,
1: Next oh, thing um
0: Mr Simpson is putting a lock on the gym because yes. the newspaper article was like, Hey, there's violence at Degrassi like a secret fight club and Simpson is like, Well, that's not cool.
1: That's fucked up.
0: Yeah. And then Drew flips out on Mr. Simpson. Yeah,
1: he threatens him basically. He like does that thing where he puffs up his chest real big and his friends have to like hold him back and it's that would have been fun to watch him assault a teacher. I would have been more interested for that. Oh, the principal. <laughs> right of course i knew that Simpson
0: isn't just a teacher anymore
1: yeah yeah he he got upgraded he upgraded his lifestyle to principal all the children super great including doing the correct choice of putting a fucking lock on the weight room because they're having a secret fight club in there get your shit together drew come on
0: That's the new get your shit together, Trish. Get your shit together, Drew.
1: Yeah. Drew needs to get his shit together and deal with his anger. Like, he has a valid reason to be angry, which we're going to explore later. Yeah. But we already knew coming into this episode from the beginning why he was angry about these things. And it definitely wasn't super helpful 45 minutes into this two-episode series to understand why and where this violence is coming from. You know... A first-time observer might have felt a little bit lost as to where this anger, of this presumably, like, handsome, successful, fit young man, why he's so angry all the time.
0: Kelsey, you bring up a great point. Yeah. I wonder, like, what someone would think if they just jumped in on this episode. Like, Uh, like, what do you think a theory could be for why the violence is happening if um, you had no idea what was going on?
1: Well... I don't want to take it in, like, a super dark place, but I was thinking, like, a like a parental abuse kind of angle was, like, what I was thinking.
0: We don't see um, their mom. No,
1: we don't. And, like, skipping forward a little bit, I know there might have been other stuff that happened, but basically we get to run, two with, like, the younger brother, again walking down the staircase, again watching his brother, like, be work super out. violent and That's work I- out. They just have a fucking punch bag, punching bag, installed in their kitchen slash living room area. Where are mom and dad? You, you have to screw the shit into the wall to get it. There's just a punching bag in their living room, and we don't address the fact that he's punching a bag and their kitchen is right yeah, there. Yeah,
0: like his parents know all the shit they've been going through. They've been like getting Drew to go to therapy sometimes. I don't know. The it's parents. Not
1: doing it nearly enough. The
0: parents, like, give Drew a lot of leeway, and I don't think that's fair to Adam. Yeah. Adam. You got mugged. Adam's- like, it's.
1: Yeah, I'd be scared if I got mugged too.
0: <laughs> I got mugged. <laughs> um, but before we skip ahead, um, basically, Dave gets sad that Allie's parents won't get to know the real him. Is that a real high school boy problem? No.
1: Really?
0: Uh, really? Like, oh, I, I want your parents to get to know me for me. Why? <laughs> <lying> <laughs> Why?
1: to Lying to parents about who you are is step one of, like, Every high school man ever.
0: Like, what the fuck? In an alternate universe, this is the plot line in which Allie's like, I need you to meet my parents, in which case he would try and lie and dress himself up to impress Put on a fucking
1: button-up shirt. Is it that hard? Like,
0: what? Straight, Straight male listeners, if you're out there, Sean Quigley, if your girlfriend wanted you to meet her parents while you were in high school, would you not... Put on yeah. a button-up shirt and pretend to like cricket and drink tea? Like, what? what fucking high schooler gives a shit that their parents get to know the real them?
1: No, I need I need a, a parent A and parent B to, like, know the real me super hard. I need them to know all about how I love basketball and how I listen to music and how I wear stupid graphic tees and I put my hat on backwards because that's, like, who I am as a dude.
0: This Nobody cares. This doesn't seem like a real problem No
1: it almost sounds like they're dragging out something that could have been wrapped up into a two plot line one episode deal into two episodes yeah. with three plot lines and instead of
0: having this really stupid and incredibly pointless C plot we could have gotten more Holly J talk dealing yeah. with the emotions of dying, finding out you're adopted, There's trying to get so to much know your birth, your birth mom while also trying to get a kidney out of her that's so much material, emotional material I
1: already saw fight club like can can we just like do the full Tyler Durden fantasy too here? Like, can he split his personality and like. Well,
0: spoilers oh, the... for Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, if
1: you haven't seen Fight Club.
0: I haven't actually. Oh. But I know everyone knows the spoiler. Yeah,
1: okay. Thanks, Holland, for like derailing that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so fucking Dave leaves. Like, yeah. This can't work unless they know the real Dave, which is stupid. Yeah. So he just leaves. Um,. And, like, Allie is so afraid of her parents. Like, justifiably, she's had a really rocky relationship with them for a long time, and it's finally good. Like, she's very scared. The
1: parents are super permissive all of a sudden. It's just, like...
0: Like, I feel like because between Allie and Sab, but, like, especially Allie, their parents have had to learn how to let their kids, like, grow and learn. Like, they're not as strict as they used to be, but they used to be very strict. So, Allie is justifiably, like, really scared about... Losing this relationship she really values. And Dave is just being a twat. Mm. Um, it's dumb. And then Drew goes to see Katie and she's like, oh, one second. We need a sports writer. Subtle, subtle, subtle. And Drew's like, I, I, Adam told Drew to just talk to Katie about what's going on. Um, but then Drew just decides to flip out on Katie instead
1: yeah i thought you were
0: gonna confess your heart and feeling but nope we need a part two
1: yeah yeah seriously (laughs) she's like tell me what's wrong i'm not gonna tell you what's wrong i'm an angry man and he like slams the door and leaves and then we get the scene of her like standing there like looking over at her shoulder wistfully with that like look on her face that i've so fucking seen before about like i can fix you and it's like girl no you cannot like
0: you are not too like Hill, this is not holes.
1: You're you not. Can't fix that. You're not a therapist. You're not here to like pick up all of his baggage on your back. So you just have some like hot dude hanging around. Like there are guys that have like moderately formed pecs that aren't like emotionally unstable. Not a Degrassi, you know? but yes. Yeah, truth in the world. Like, just wait a couple of years. Go do your newspaper thing. Go write a. Go write a think piece about violent men again instead of, like,
0: Also, it's you're like, better than this. Are we really, are, like, Degrassi, are we, we're not even touching the fact that Adam probably still has a huge crush on Katie. Like.
1: That is a really good point.
0: Drew is, this is not and the first time Drew has gone after girls that Adam has had a crush on. And
1: poor Addie Poo's over here, like, totally chill with it. He gives advice go talk to her go be friends with her no like adam is like the christ-like figure of the show yeah. no wonder he's always descending from the staircase and like <laughs> we think about like the framing of the scene a lot like
0: adam is the angel yeah because he's
1: always walking down the staircase i don't think he ever makes it to the bottom of the steps <laughs> um but it's always like drew is like super dark where the like light is coming yeah from. exactly exactly and he's like Very obvious kind of cinema stuff going on here. I really
0: want more Adam A plots. But at the same time, every time there's an Adam A plot, like, I'm just really afraid they're going to ruin him like they did to Connor. Like, Connor was the best character ever, and he, like, really worked as a side character. Oh, boy. Connor. But as soon as they gave him an A plot, he's like, I'm going to steal women's underwear and be a big freak. And it's... Ugh.
1: So annoying.
0: I hate that. Like, don't ruin Adam. And I really want an Adam storyline in which, like, he gets a win. Yeah. Adam needs
1: a win. It's hard out there for... He's always
0: given the best fucking advice.
1: Yeah. He's just there... You know, that's a... That's a theme of this episode. It feels like all three of the main characters just have, like, an ancillary side friend whose literal only purpose is there to, like, give him a pat on the back and tell him to keep going. Drew has his brother, Adam. Mm -hmm. Um, Lindsay Lohan has the... Rich friend. The rich friend who's just like, hey, here's $20,000 and all the emotional support that you need. Mm-hmm. um, And then... Allie has Claire. Allie has Claire.
0: Yeah, like, Grassley <laughs> finally remembered that Claire and Allie were best friends. Yeah. God, I just, I'm so happy. Like, the best... One of the best parts about um, Eli and Claire breaking up is uh, Claire and Allie get to be friends again. Because, yeah, if Allie... So many things would have been better if Allie and Claire had just remained friends like they always were. They wouldn't have gotten to half as much shit as it Yeah. Because so, they balance each other out so well in, go, in terms of really good advice. Ugh. But yeah, part two begins with Drew in the dark with the punching bag. And Adam's like, yo, bud, you want to get to sleep? And Drew's like, oh no, Adam's like, have you been having nightmares, bud? Aww. And Drew's like, I would be if I were sleeping. <laughs> and um, I probably totally, sorry to headphone users. Um, but yeah, Adam's just being the voice of reason, and he's just like, hey, Drew, maybe you should just talk to this girl, and Adam's like, or Drew's like, okay. Drew is super easy to manipulate. Yeah. Like, literally anyone, dude, bro, were like, let's do a fight club. Okay. Oh, talk to your girl. Okay. Tell me your story. Okay. He's just like, like an
1: angry, confused noodle. You just, like, <laughs> you just throw him into stuff, and he, like, That's another definition rolls of, the punches. of Drew. He
0: just... He just gives into peer pressure yeah immediately.
1: he's just like he's like a hive of bees and as soon as you just like poke it he just attacks what's ever there but
0: is that how bees work yeah okay but yeah and so he's like okay i'll talk to katie and then they're in the zen garden yeah and it's i like i know we're the
1: zen garden we're Jeez. always
0: forgetting whether or not the um jt york memorial zen garden is still there at least i'm pretty sure that's
1: i didn't forget <laughs> I was way, I, I, like, started this off, first note at the top, where's the Zen garden? <laughs> Definitely need that feature. But
0: yeah, then Drew was suddenly like, I'm so sorry about freaking out yesterday. Like, really cool, really apologetic, trying to woo her, being flirty, and he's like, I'll Girl totally be a, I'll be a sports writer for mm-hmm. your newspaper. And she's like, well, you gotta try out, like, flirty, flirty, flirty. And then you're like, well, this can't last. Um... Ugh, yeah. Build me. it up,
1: break it down.
0: Then Dave and Allie's see plot. Uh... Yeah,
1: whatever. Who cares? Move past it.
0: Whatever. Um and
1: in... and then Kidney Girl meets back with the mom for like the third time.
0: My next note is masculinity is so petty.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. I forget what the... That's That's just a summary for the whole show.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember now. Okay, so let's let's recap the um, beats with the dude bros real quick. And um, so basically, let's fight in the gym. And then, oh, we keep getting caught in the gym. Let's stop fighting. And yeah. Drew's like, no, I want to keep going. So then Drew gets Mo to join. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't worry, we can still do the fight club. And so now um, which that Drew is like, I want to go join the newspaper so I don't be violent anymore. They're like, what the heck, dude? Like the fight club, like you were so ready to abandon this. Yeah.
1: Just like whenever it's convenient, they just like switch their mind on it to to keep the action going. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. you mentioned Holly J and Birth Mom.
1: Yeah, Holly J and Birth Mom. They meet again, another time, uh, and they're just kind of, you know, getting to know each other and they're being nicer about it. And then they start talking about prom. And mom drops the fucking line that we've heard a million times in every high school drama, prom was the best night of my life. Can we dissect that for a second? Aww. Prom happens when you're 18 years old. That's the best night of your life. Your entire life is shit from there. Prom isn't even that great. I
0: think it's just a, bunch of like, a lot about like It's just
1: a s- bunch of sweaty fucking teenagers in a room. I didn't even get drunk at prom. Aw, Kelsey. I know. I... <laughs> i know the circumstances of how i kelsey went to prom super great um kelsey
0: let's just take a moment to talk about how you were in high school oh
1: wow i was i was somewhat cool in high school no i was i mean i did a lot of i did a lot of theater i did a lot of speech and debate speech and debate was a really really big part of the whole like high school thing going on i had this like bowl cut and like I thought it was really cool that where my bangs went like they I let them grow out a little bit and then I flipped them over so it did this like wing kind like of Casey's thing off of the, the yeah yeah a little bit it was very orb shaped I didn't I didn't figure out that there were other shapes of hair until like <laughs> early college
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah I had a very spherical hair <laughs> it's when I started discovering thrift shops so like beginning of high school and end of high school the fashion got a little bit better that's good the personality stayed and continues to be obnoxious
0: it's okay i really like your personality <laughs>
1: thank you so much holland
0: <laughs> um yeah so yeah holly Jane and her birth mom actually have a really cool conversation now that holly J is not pressuring her to give up an organ yeah i mean yeah. like really hard smash cut to a newspaper club which makes me feel like they had to edit out something
1: Oh, they should have done more.
0: <laughs> you know, right? And so they're just like, oh, newspaper, Drew's falling asleep in class. And then he gets like a fucking uh, flashback to when he got beat up by the gang members.
1: Which, for those who didn't know what was happening before, all those pieces fell right into place and we could move forward here.
0: But what I loved is right as we're like panning over into Drew's nightmare, you just hear Katie go... Listen, we really need to make room for this, Colin, but pulling Sudoku would lead to a mutiny. <laughs> Degrassi really needs their fucking Sudoku. Same. Okay? I'm going to fucking riot.
1: I flew on Spirit Airlines a couple weeks ago. No in-flight magazine. I always do the Sudokus on those air magazines, and my whole trip to Florida was just thrown the fuck off because I didn't get to do the little number puzzles.
0: Oh, how good would Florida sound right now? And I never say that.
1: It did was and continues to sound great it's fucking almost april and there's still snow on the ground barf but that's not here or there that's new york and we're talking about canada back to fight club
0: is it Yeah, he just wakes up from his nightmare and he's like i have to go yeah um but then i said holly J looks good in green so that means that she does holly j is ho- trying on a prom dress and then she's telling fiona and like fiona's like a really major character but she really is just a sounding board the whole exactly episode but she's just like oh hey fiona we talked about prom look at this prom dress and like i dead ass thought that they were gonna go through holly j's birth mom's facebook look at her prom dresses see her prom date and be like what if that's my dad and then they try and track down her birth dad to get his kidney but instead fiona's like what a great dress i want to wear that to prom i'll pay twenty thousand dollars for it completely just being like haha i'm really only here to be your rich friend to solve all your problems yeah. with my mythical American money.
1: JSX Machina, here we go. Here's some fucking coins for ya.
0: Ha, uh, because her last name was coin.
1: I knew that super hard, <laughs> and that was a really good intentional pun that good I job, just. Kelsey. Made. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, that was like yeah. I don't know. I feel like this was a really unsatisfying ending to this plot. Yeah. Like, we're dealing with the most high, intense organ drama ever. And they're like, well, I can't give you $20,000 because it's illegal. Let me buy your fucking dress for $20,000. That could have been, like, immediately solved in the first five seconds. Like, oh, it's illegal to pay for an organ? You know what you could just do? Oh, let me buy... Like, if you're going to be like, yeah, I'll pay $20,000. Why do you stop at, oh, it's... If you've already made the commitment to bust... Twenty thousand dollars on a kidney, and you're like, "Oh, well, that's illegal." Like, you're not going to think of a workaround. You're yeah, rich. that would not
1: hold up in court.
0: The rob- money
1: laundering is a thing, and then and then they they put in a line here about, "Oh, you know, do I need to do paperwork? Do I need to do that?" No, it's in cash. It's fine.
0: Who has twenty? Just give someone twenty thousand dollars in cash. Who has
1: twenty thousand dollars? Like. And the IRS is going to see that. Oh, and she's the
0: IRS will fucking track you down, yeah, Fiona. The
1: Canadian IRS is like, oh, this woman just went through an expensive surgery. And yet somehow her kids are still getting paid. Like, you you turn that rock over in a second and you're going to...
0: But they're like, oh, I bought a dress. Yeah. From the 80s. I don't know. It's just...
1: <sighs> Unethical.
0: I was going to say something.
1: Fashion um, is unsustainable. What were you going to say? I can't remember. That's fine talking about forgettable events, we go back to Allie, boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: Oh, I don't care.
1: Allie she, comes out to her parents and says, comes out to her parents. I mean, yeah, she comes out and says, Dave is my boyfriend. And there's oh like... Oh my God,
0: my favorite line of the whole episode. So she's like, I have to confess something to you. Dave is not my friend. And her mom goes, he's your tutor? <laughs> like complete denial. And she's like, well, he's a boy and he's my friend. And her mom goes... Your friend, boy? And she's like, come on, mom. Come
1: on. Such denial. Any parent in the world would see, oh, hey, here's this mystery singular boy who I'm having come over and sit down and wear a tie and talk to you about cricket. Like, no parents are that dumb. They know what's up.
0: Yeah. But then they're like, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Seriously.
0: I mean, it's like, because her older brother already went through all of this Mm. with fucking Anya. Like... And Sav even said, like, when he was dating Holly J, he was like, this is Holly J, she's my girlfriend. And they were like, cool. So Sav had already broken through the strict dating parents thing with Anya and Holly J. So this isn't, like, coming out of nowhere, at least. I'm
1: so wowed that you know so much about these characters. It's really inspiring, Colin, that you know and remember so much about the plot lines that happened before this episode.
0: Kelsey, I love how um, every time we do an episode it's as if your brain has completely worked yeah. out all my I like to keep it asking.
1: fresh. <laughs> I like you know, I roll the punches, just what's happening right now. Okay, but then that happens fight club time. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Now fight club is happening. We've got uh, Yes, we've so, got... oh
0: my god. Where did Drew find yeah. Toronto Back alley fight club? yeah right like you are in high school this is like trucker crank
1: and like fighting barefisted inside of some mysterious chain link fence arena
0: like your ex girlfriend has loose gang connections but I'm pretty sure you guys aren't talking where did you find this back alley fight club with adults yeah There's where can... there, he and the dude bros which is what I'm calling Owen Julian and possibly a third dude bro I don't remember like what where did they find this And, like, the dude bros show up and they're immediately like, nope. Not none of this, please. And Drew's like, let's do it. And Drew immediately jumps in and gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, Edward Norton shows him,
1: what's up? Yeah. Does a monologue about wanting to beat up panda bears. um, And fucks up uh, Jared Leto's face.
0: Yeah, he Super bad. just puts Drew in a Except it's not Jared he,
1: Leto. It was, this is Taylor. He right, passes out.
0: And then the next day at school, Julian, um, who I'm pretty sure is one of the basketball guys that Dave tried to impress that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure because like there's not a lot of people of color on this show, but I'm pretty sure they, they have recycled this one character. Like He's always just been ancillary um, in that one Dave plot line. But I guess he's, like, a cool dude bro now. Um, But yeah, Julian suddenly, and, like, the dude bros have really just been, like, they don't have any real motivation. They're just here to, like, direct Drew either in some direction. So he's just, like. Yeah,
1: they're there to tell Drew no. Whatever Drew wants to do, they immediately have the opposite opinion about the situation just for attention.
0: Drew's like, I want to go back. And Julian's like, hey, maybe you should get your shit together and join the newspaper club like you were talking about.
1: Yeah take your anger out on the written word. Like a good author. Um, yeah. But, like, it's bad. And he he gets beat the fuck up. And then they're back in the weight room. Uh, and they're talking about what happened. And Drew is bench pressing while one of the dude bros on the side is telling That's him, That's what I was like, talking
0: about. Julian.
1: Yeah. Truth. <laughs> You're so good with the names. Um,
0: I wrote it down, Kelsey.
1: Yeah. I but like we forget
0: we forget names on this show all the time yeah so props to the panthers out there who can keep our shit straight yeah but yeah. But then fucking dave goes back to meet ali's parents and like they're playing poker and it's fine and awkward and he's wearing the worst shirt and the worst hat to be like this is me dave you've literally never dressed like this yeah ever i've never seen him wear a hat before this scene and all the years he's been on this show,
1: but now he's 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 got to let his star f- fly. He's got to. I
0: gotta let your parents know me. Yeah. Shut up, Dave. They don't want to. They don't want to know
1: a teenage boy.
0: Dave thinks he's they so don't need fucking to know, special. They
1: don't need to know what you're up to. Oh, you make friends with adults. That's what every child thinks that they do. When It's really just an adult like humoring them. Whatever. Of like, Tired of it. Go pick a new t-shirt. Um, yeah. And then we get to the part where...
0: Holly J and her mom.
1: Yeah. Holly J and her mom breaks the news. I'm going to... We're going to buy this dress for $20,000.
0: And she's like, Haha, cool. This is so weird. Yeah. This is weird.
1: Yeah. You're going to operate off of... You're just going to have a briefcase filled with $20,000 in cash. And you're going to be taking out hundreds and, and, and paying for your rent in hundred dollar bills like how is this going to functionally work out
0: this is the most like who's going to take
1: care of your children like
0: this they didn't they couldn't think of an ending they couldn't think of a happy ending it needed to have a happy ending we couldn't just have holly j die or whatever
1: kidney girl needs a kidney let's get kidney girl a kidney and like never speak of it again
0: like it just doesn't make any fucking sense they're just going to be like we're going to legally buy your kidney oh great like la 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 here's a prom dress And then Fiona's, like, twirling around in her new vintage prom dress. Okay. End of scene. Yeah. Sketchy. Also, they're, like, sitting outside. Like, her mom literally goes, let's sit outside for once. And I'm like, why? And then all of the audio is, like, ADR. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, why are you sitting outside if you had to redo all of the audio? But yeah, then we smash cut to, um, I say smash cut a lot and I'm trying not to be hyperbolic. It's just, it's not like a literal smash cut. It just feels like whiplash going in between all of these ABC yeah. plots. Nothing is a seamless transition. It all seems like really forced.
1: Almost like there's no overarching theme <laughs> <laughs> at all. What
0: are you talking about? The theme is Mr. Brightside. <laughs> uh,
1: of course. How can I forget?
0: Remember how I- That every... perfectly
1: encapsulates- all of the emotions of this. Like,
0: let's break it down: ABC plot, jealousy, turning saints into the sea. I'm not really sure on the lyrics. Yeah. Turning her sick lullaby, choking on your alibi. Yeah. Relevant to all of these plots.
1: But there's just a price I pay: twenty thousand dollars for your kidney slash dress. Okay. Destiny is calling me. I'm gonna go be an annoying white man in a metal cage and
0: open up my beat eager up Edward eye. Norton. I need. I need to impress your parents. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Drew's angrily typing, and Katie's like, Hey, you have my article? And he's like, No! No. And she just, she put, she delicately puts her little girl hand
1: on yeah. his titty,
0: and he's like, I'm bad for you, and runs away. God, shut like, the they fuck kiss, up. They kiss. They Ed- kiss. Edward
1: fucking colon nonsense he, he up he in here. He kisses her,
0: and then there's a white guy with an acoustic guitar song playing. And he, like, turns away, and she's like, that wasn't a stop sign. And he's like, I'm bad for you. It's the most dramatic shit. He... He's so dramatic.
1: He yells at you. He pushes you away, and he locks you out of the gym. That's, like, the first thing that he does, is he, like, keeps you out of the gym so that he can beat people up. You watch him go too hard on a big dude who he just picked out of fucking nowhere so that he can beat up and feel good about himself. Literally says he feels strong and safe when he's beating up other people. You watch him get his ass beat in some super shady fucking nonsense town.
0: When at the super shady Toronto Back Alley Fight Club, Katie just shows up.
1: And then he disappoints you by not turning in his article on time. I work in journalism. I know about this life. You turn in your shit on time because the, the papers need to occur at a certain hour. It's not just like you can... Like,
0: Could you imagine when working on a paper yeah. that you all worked very hard on for, like, all, like, let's yeah. say an arbitrary amount of time, a quarter, yeah. if someone didn't have their shit together?
1: Yeah, and then my editor-in-chief is like, hey, my shitty boyfriend's gonna write about sports. Oops, sorry, he's, like, working through some issues, so he, like, didn't turn in that thing that he promised to you. I guess we have to rearrange everything. Hey, we can put the Sudoku back in. <laughs> um,
0: at least there's that.
1: Yeah, at least there's, like, but Degrassi girl, really and then sports. they kiss in that scene. Oh, like, it, after he has disappointed her yet again, some heterosexual fucking straight ass Edward Cullen and Bella nonsense. You're not the Taylor Lautner in this scenario, even if you look like him, because at least at Jacob was like kind yeah, of Bella's good there for, her. for her. Yeah, unlike <laughs> this dude.
0: I mean, I'm hashtag Team Edward, but that's because um, Bella and Edward were I, so unhealthy that they deserve each
1: I other. just. I have no like patience. Whatever for Twilight. Whatever. We, oh, even though I brought it up.
0: Literally, we can go, um, go back to fucking Dave. Yeah,
1: more with Dave. Dave, Dave
0: ma- meets his parent, Allie's parents, with the hat forwards, and now it's like dramatically backwards, as in like now they really know who the real me. Who cares?
1: Great, you're a, you are a high school teen cares? who knows how to play Texas Hold'em. Good and job.
0: It's at this fucking moment where I'm just like the episode still happening yeah like they wrapped it up like literally she's like i'm gonna buy your kidney ah, ha, ha. and uh oh, we're gonna kiss but i'm bad for you dramatic cliff ending and i guess your parents do accept me and like this is where this episode should have ended but there's still like yeah. 15 minutes left. yeah
1: and then after they like after the parents are okay and taylor Lautner does all this stuff He goes back to the fight club and he beats the shit out of this dude. Still got anger problems. Still like working through some stuff. He he like rematches with this guy. We missed a scene. Oh, did we?
0: Yeah. So Holly J is No, it's fine. Um, no, yeah. So Holly J is just getting dialysis and she's like, she told her mom, like, my birth mom will do it. And I'm like, you didn't tell your birth mom any of what just happened? Yeah. You just fucking and Fiona's she's Like, oh, Fiona, what are you carrying? And she's like, my prom dress. She's like, oh, vintage. Her mother has no idea that her best friend just paid $20,000 for a kidney. Yeah. Like, her mom has no idea any of the things that happened in this episode happened at all. Her mom is just completely in the dark.
1: That's not how medicine works. I know Canada's different, but that's not how medicine works. Parents know things, and you need to get, like, consulted. Like... Also, it's kind of weird because I definitely did have the impression the full episode that the, the dress somehow, like, that was the one that she was conceived in. <laughs> and so now the friend, I imagine her, like, she has a little shrine in her room. And <laughs> she's just, like, is hanging the dress up next to all these, like, cutout pictures where she's, like, photoshopped them kissing. And there's a bunch of candles. And she's, like touching the dress and it's like,
0: this is where you were made. I mean, that's really appropriate. Yeah. I mean, it would have been more appropriate, um, oh God, was it earlier this season or last season? I think it was last season when, uh, Fiona came out of the closet and, like, admitted that she was in love with Holly J. Oh. But ever since...
1: So there's, there's, <laughs> there's plenty residence. of room for this.
0: I mean, supposedly Fiona's over her and is kind of dating that one chick, but I don't know, it's still sort of, like, who can just throw away a Holly J. shrine?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there are some girls on the show that just have magic vaginas. You know, just like everyone's like... Excuse like a...
1: you, all vaginas are magic. Okay, Thank you. Kelsey. Goodbye. You, we
0: get it, you're bisexual. <laughs>
1: I definitely am.
0: <laughs> but like, everyone's in love with Holly J. Everyone is in love with Claire. Like, I don't know. Um
1: classic yeah but yeah,
0: drew goes back to shady back alley toronto fight club and he at least gets a hit in on edward norton
1: yeah and he gets a bunch of hits in on edward norton
0: oh yeah he wins yeah
1: he wins he takes him down and then he like punches him in the face literally again third time we've seen this thing where he's getting his ass beat a la edward norton beating the shit out of jared leto in that one episode of fight club before shit gets really real episode of fight club the part in fight club yes it was a If this was an episode, this would be like episode four out of a five-part series or something in Fight Club. It's a bad metaphor. Basically, Jared Leto got his face beat, and it should have happened in real life, but it was all just special effects. And then his face is fucked up for the rest of the movie. Um, But like Edward Norton is like expressing his dudeliness to the to the 10 and like being a violent male and
0: yeah, but proves a point so yeah so drew is beating the shit out of edward norton and he just won't stop and everyone's like he gave up he gave up stop and katie is just there again He's just she, what how that can you, be that did can, you follow him that can what? be
1: safe for a teen girl a fight club? Are you kidding me?
0: She just followed Drew there.
1: Places where men literally bit the sheet out, bit, beat the shit out of each beat other. Beat the
0: sheet out of each beat other. The they the out of the sheet out of each other.
1: And they like te- that is just not a place for a teenage girl. It's I'm for sorry,
0: teenagers. Period.
1: Teenagers. Period. Teenagers. Period. Teenage girls, especially, stay the fuck away from those kinds of places. But
0: like, it's not the safe. Jude, the Jews both showed up and they pull them off of them, and it's like it's the Jews so both dramatic. Did show up in, and yeah. then woo Allie yeah next scene Allie yeah just oh um (sighs) yeah the science teacher's like hey Allie guess what Allie's talking to Claire and she's like I'm so glad I get to hang out with my boyfriend all the time now because my parents are cool and then the science teacher who um I just I love not as much as I love Wesley his his nephew but um he's dope in like a fun nerdy way He's just like, hey, Allie, remember that prestigious science internship you signed up for? You got in, you get to spend the whole summer in our nation's capital. And all right, everyone, what is Canada's capital? Because Kelsey and I did not know um we've been doing a canadian podcast for two years and we had to google that ottawa was canada's capital
1: i'm sure glad that you wrote it down because i was pulling out my phone to look it up again because <sighs> and, i forgot
0: and i have no idea the distance between toronto and ottawa but based on Allie's disappointment of not getting to spend her whole summer with her shitty boyfriend dave yeah. it's far
1: whatever you,
0: okay this will probably look amazing his choice on in t-shirts
1: of- is awful
0: Allie gets into a prestigious science internship, it'll look great on her college applications, it'll be great for her relationship with her parents, and she's like, Oh, but I just want to hang out with Dave. Why? I
1: it is a little realistic though. I mean, teenagers are like fucking stupid. Yeah. Like Especially, that is that is something that they'd be Allie, sad about.
0: Allie is a stage five clinger to all of her boyfriends. Uh, yeah. Like but like her problems are so small. Her yeah. problems are so small. Yeah.
1: Like, your your life is going great, Allie. Your parents are chill with the boyfriend. Enjoy it while you can.
0: And this episode ends in the most nonsense way. Katie is doing Taekwondo in the middle yeah. of the gym with the most dramatic lighting. It's dark with a spotlight on her just doing Taekwondo.
1: Huge, godly spotlight illuminating her face. She is La Madrina.
0: And he, she's just doing Taekwondo and he's like, we're going to do Taekwondo now. And they're flirting and she flips him and then it's over.
1: Yeah. Cause he like goes in for a kiss, and then she's like, "I'm gonna still gonna like taekwondo you a whole bunch and like teach you some tricks about like violence is fun because we're doing it together." Also,
0: she's 17 and still a green belt. Calm down.
1: Yeah, come on, it's taekwondo. Also, I'm sorry for like taekwondo practitioners out practitioners out there, but it does seem like the easiest one to get the black belt in. Like little, they're like yeah. children that have black belts. Sister's
0: best friend Caitlin is in taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. And she like actually knows how to do shit, but it's like yeah. the road to black belt is easy. And then is, I don't know. I just feel like like John Mulaney has a really good sketch about how Taekwondo is a pyramid scheme yeah. because all you're doing is paying for uniforms the whole time. My apologies to anyone who actually does a sport that allows you to um, do. Cool no, stuff.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to make a strong stance on this podcast right now. If you do a sport, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's the official stance of this podcast. <laughs> and me kelsey that's how i feel about that
0: kelsey middle name last name yeah standing by it yeah i i do know your last name because we're best friends yeah i just you know i mostly only see it written down and you I'm know i enough also to
1: i know my own last name too <laughs> super great all right that's done all right, There. That's- the the straights Finish got... this
0: goddamn episode. Yeah.
1: One, one pair of straights got together and another about to be torn apart and Kidney Girl got her kidney.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Spirit Squad captain of the episode. I'm going to have to go with Adam.
1: Mm.
0: Adam or Claire or Fiona. Oh, not yeah. Fiona. Not Fiona. Uh, well, I guess Fiona. She dropped $20,000 for her best friend. Okay, all of these ancillary characters who did nothing but sage advice for the main um, problematic character.
1: Yeah. I, I would agree with you on Adam. Like, he, he was definitely there for his brother, even if his brother didn't want him to be. Maybe some points for the mom who decided to give up her kidney in the end. Like, that was a really difficult position that she was put into. Mm-hmm. And she made the very best of it and was very understanding for, yeah. like, the difficult situation this girl's in. Her situation
0: is living the life single mom taking care of two kids real yeah. hard suddenly hey remember that time you gave up a baby for adoption she wants to find you and also wants your kidney yeah that's gotta be like a-
1: rolling with the punches that's
0: an ifc movie
1: yeah yeah
0: and it's not given the proper like attention or care yeah. so the
1: point mom. points for her for yeah. doing that like that's that. that's very good
0: ship of the episode
1: ship of the episode oh definitely uh Lindsay lohan and her friend. Holly Jane Fiona. Yeah, Holly Jane Fiona for sure. Like it was very cute. Um
0: friendship or more than
1: friendship? More than friendship. Fiona
0: You're not letting this ship die. This ship has not sunk for you. No,
1: not at all. Fiona sacrificed so much for this friend. And Kidney Girls, like...
0: Well, apparently we're to believe that $20,000 is not a big deal of Fiona.
1: Yeah. She's
0: got fuck you money.
1: Yeah. But, I... like, Fiona was there for her. And she made it... And she did the dress and the...
0: Anyone who knows how much diplomats get paid, because apparently Fiona's dad is a diplomat... I see. You, is, like, even for a diplomat, like, a really not good one... Yeah. $20,000 is no big deal?
1: Yeah. And, and the thing about rich people is they... they they don't stay rich by just giving out their money willy nilly. No. I know that's like the impression, but
0: no, yeah,
1: I don't believe that. But okay. she made it happen because she loves her friend.
0: I think my ship of the episode. Uh, I got a friendship, Allie and Claire, because I just missed that. Okay, I just that's miss cute. That in the that's show. nice. That's I'm supportive. Glad I'm glad it's just here again. Yeah, it um, was grounding because Claire does get, like Allie actually does kind of follow Claire's advice. Yeah, she's like. Just have them meet your parents, and she does. But she freaked out, and then she's like, "Be honest with your parents. Try again." And she's like, "Okay, well." And it, guess what? It works out because this is the smallest meat and potatoes plotline ever.
1: Yeah, it's the least important
0: thing moral that happened. Moral of the episode.
1: Moral of the episode. Who oh boy? Well, uh, because there is not one consistent moral. I think we got to break it down into the, each of the parts. Okay. So let's start boring, most boring to least boring. Most boring, Allie and whatever's faces.
0: Is. Allie is uh, learn to trust the people you care about. Yeah, trust your parents. Yeah, because they've gone, they've done just as much growing as she has in this show. They're probably the
1: don't lie only about your boyfriend. Pa-
0: they're probably the parents we've seen the most of. Hmm. Like, I feel like we're like we don't see parents too too much, but ever since like. Uh, Emma graduated, and we see Spike and Snake less as main characters. These parents, the Bendaris, we've been seeing a lot more essentially focused, and they've grown a lot too. So, and so she needs to trust her boyfriend. Sing it, sister. Even though her boyfriend's Dave. Yeah. She should just trust her parents, trust her boyfriends, and learn that, like, they can. like She and her parents have gone through so much. This is such something that they can deal with together.
1: Yeah. Truth. What would the um, Harley
0: Jane world be?
1: Uh understand things from other people's point of view. Like even though your life is hard, other people's lives can be hard as well. Um or alternatively, money is the answer. Yeah. And maybe it's time for Canada to start uh you know looking into private uh healthcare systems. Seems like the one pair system wasn't working that great. And the magical $20,000 got the wheels moving a little bit faster. Just going to say that much. Thanks, yeah. America. Yeah, see, yeah, that's the
0: thing. So the plot line starts out so great. Like, guess what? Holly J, you may be dying, but guess what? The world keeps turning. And yeah. you can't ask people to just give up their entire livelihood just to... Suit your needs. Like life is complicated. There are gray areas, and the degrassi's writers are like, I don't know how we should end this with it being a happy ending within t- a two episode arc, and they were like, just throw money at it. Yeah. Completely invalidating the depth and emotion of the fucking plotline they set up. Yeah. They're like, oh wait, but Holly J has a rich friend. So, so it's
1: yeah, it's a very American solution to the healthcare issue. Oh, there's a problem that I don't have access. Let's throw at least $20,000 at the situation and see if that makes it better.
0: Fucking Teen Nick yeah. was like, none of this shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Teach them the real meaning of healthcare. <laughs> um, okay. And then the most exciting one, Fight Club, Taylor Lautner, Drew Torres, I remembered his name, and the girl. Um,
0: go to therapy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> For number, number one, go to therapy. Uh, number two, violence is okay if you do it with your girlfriend in a controlled setting oh, after you no. let out your steam on no. edward norton in a dangerous cage no.
0: the moral is uh talk, talk yeah. about your problems yeah. don't you just bottle it up inside and like like at a point drew goes i feel strong feeling scared is weak and Katie's like no and I'm like no. amazing
1: no show your packs again but no
0: yeah, so i definitely don't not be, into you being
1: violent. No, don't be afraid
0: of your feelings. It is much, it is much more brave to admit you're scared than yeah. it is to like throw yourself into self-sabotaging danger. Okay,
1: also I need to bring up one last thing about Allie and Dave.
0: Uh, he's
1: literally it's a so wet. He's a wet piece of toast. Like I don't remember this person. It's this not the but,
0: first time. That Degrassi has introduced a um, a black teenage boy as a main character and then give him the most forgettable and who gives a shit yeah. lines.
1: There was there was one thing in his interaction with the parents and like one of the things that he didn't like is he he's not a tea drinker and he doesn't like tea and he's like the second time around, he like refuses the tea. Motherfuckers just take a cup of tea. I don't like tea that much either, but if like
0: Stop being polite, yeah,
1: just sip it and leave it half in. Like it's it's fucking tea. It's not that big of a deal, dude. It, move on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just needed to get that out like, there. I
0: get it, Dave. You want to be, like, true to yourself? No, but,
1: like, I don't get it at all. good manners. You can be yourself and just, like, do accept something that someone has already made for you.
0: Here's a hot tip yeah. that uh, my mom would drop on us. Oh, no, thank you. I do not care for that. Like, or just say, oh, thank you so much for the offer. Um, Could I have water? Like,
1: See, I I even disagree with that. Just take the fucking tea and sit there. I'm just saying
0: that if you have to refuse, there are more tactful ways of sitting silent and Allie going, Ugh, uh, no, mom, uh, tea's not his thing. Whatever. Barf. Yeah, and I I don't like tea either. But when offered to, from someone who's hosting me in their home, I'll choke that shit down.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I don't like I don't like watery tea leaves either, Dave. But you fucking suck it up.
1: If it's hot, blow on it a little bit. Come on.
0: So, yeah. Um. Grapevine?
1: Grapevine. Yeah, let's
0: do Grapevine. So, we have some tweets. Grapevine. Kelsey,
1: you want to go first? Yeah, sure. This tweet is from Caroline underscore Oreo, which I came across and I enjoyed greatly. Um, Shrek is a cautionary tale about how dating ugly, musty men, because it's what's on the inside that counts, will make you ugly and musty as well. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And yeah, a picture of Reba, Reba McIntyre with a corn dog, kind of like, you know, cheersing it. Um,
0: Super relevant to Degrassi. Thanks. Oh my uh, God. Katie, yeah. For Oreo. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Caroline or- Oreo, for sending that one in. Yeah. Um, it's very accurate, especially when we, you know, kind of consider the relationships dynamic, relationship dynamics going on here. I would say very specifically with Drew. Drew is not ugly or musty. But his insides need some work. Mm -hmm. And I feel he's going to lead newspaper girl down a bad path.
0: Yeah.
1: Watch yourself. You know, just because you like some characteristics of someone doesn't make the bad ones go away.
0: Just because he's pretty.
1: And you'll start taking those on, too. And then same with Dave. I mean, Dave is, Dave's like a soggy piece of bread. And, like, Allie's got stuff going on with her life. Don't quit science camp for some fucking dude that wears a headphones shirt. Shirt, ew.
0: Dave is not worth giving up important things. Yeah, you yeah. go to
1: Ottawa, girl. You do. You do science yeah. camp.
0: Seriously. Um, okay. And then mine is um, a tweet that says Pop Tarts are ravioli. So thank you, thank you for that, Panthers.
1: Thank you for your bravery.
0: Yeah. For not being um,
1: afraid to stand up to the man.
0: Yeah. Great. So um, I think that's going to be it for us. Um, if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine on an episode, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. Uh, or you can email at us at whateverittakes at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr at whateverittakes at tumblr.com. Um, and if you rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, um, you will leave a review we will do a fan fiction uh with shipping you with another degrassi character live on the show um and if you are outside of the u.s you can leave us a review and then take a screen cap of that and then email it to us and we will still get you your fan fiction um hell yeah and uh what are you going to recommend to the panthers today kelsey
1: hmm i think i am going to recommend i'm still not over lord's album melodrama Mm -hmm. i know it came out a while ago but that song liability just has really been getting to me lately Mm -hmm. i've never been a grammy winning 17 year old girl before Mm -hmm. but she makes it so relatable (laughs) and there's a song about like people using her as a toy and then they just throw her away when there's bored when they're bored of her, and that just really speaks to me. Yeah, Lord's a really special girl.
0: I think pop music really excels when it gets to the heart of what really is relatable to everyone. Yeah, which is like Lord just went through her first ever heartbreak, and oh, just honey. like how Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion perfectly encapsulates, yeah. like every single song is like a different version of like a different part of a relationship, and it hits so real.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely. So
0: I'm going to recommend um, the Avalanches album that came out last year. Yes. I I love the Avalanches. It took them 15 years to put out another album because they got caught up with legal (laughs) troubles. So I'll just recommend both Avalanches albums. They're both on Spotify. The Mm -hmm. first album is amazing, but they used over 200 samples back in 2001. And so they got sued to hell. So they had to wait for that to calm down before putting out another full album. Like, yeah. They put out like remixes and stuff occasionally. But the new album is so good. And I just keep listening to the Frankie Sinatra song.
1: Oh, God, that one is so good. Is so good. And it was like Danny, Danny Brown on that track was like the perfect guest rapper to put in there. Mm-hmm. He like, it's just like this really his, cartoony kind of. Yes,
0: his voice is like the perfect vibe
1: circusy almost I yes. want to say is like the beat going on and then he has this like really kind of wild you know uh, loud party I don't know it's it, great it
0: reminds me of the um you should posted in the wrong neighborhood track the the one that h3h3 sometimes plays it was just the m m song but it's over a different beat the uh,
1: three to the one to the one to yes, the yes, yes 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 like we finally
0: got a full-length version of that yes in that song it was great. That's perfect. Those
1: album names, by the way, are Since I Left You's, the old one, and then Wildflower is the new one Yeah. by the Avalanches. I own, Check them out.
0: So the thing about um, Since I Left You, before it was on Spotify, the only way you could get it was physically buying a CD, because it's not on American um, iTunes. Because mm, they're all, Australian, right? They're Australian, and I think all the legal stuff, you could only get it if you had. no So yeah. I physically have that copy. Yeah. And they, I listen to that album
1: yeah, all the time. It's amazing. They spliced together, like... Like, like we were saying, hundreds and hundreds of vinyl albums together to, like, make this really interesting sound. Very into it. It's a so, so good recommendation. And
0: it's sort of like Sgt. Pepper's in which every single song seamlessly flows mm-hmm. into the next yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to follow us on social media, yeah. I am uh, Allegra Baker at A-L-L-E-G-R-A-B-A-K-E-R and Kelsey
1: yeah, uh, I deleted all my social media. Also funny how you're using your sister's name no, for your...
0: I just I just verbally said my own name and my Twitter.
1: Ah, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to say mine, me, Kelsey. I have a new social media handle, which is Two Horses Kissing. Like
0: numeral two.
1: Yeah, it's the number, not T-W-O. Two Horses Kissing... Um, and then that's the same for twohorseskissing.tumblr.com if you're have, into Tumblr.
0: I don't have a Tumblr. Um, it's fake news if you feel like I do because I don't. Oh, I see. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah. So that's all we have for you today. Uh, bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Okay, Cole. Yeah. <clears throat> this season begins with Drew dating this bad girl called Bianca. Mm. Bianca apparently used to date this gang member, and he finds her oh. at a concert. Guess what concert? Oh shit! What what the fuck was her name? Um,
1: Avril Lavigne.
0: No, even less relevant. Kiki Palmer.
1: Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer was Who? a guest
0: star. Oh <laughs> exactly. My God,
1: I've heard that name before.
0: Yeah. Um, so at a Kiki Palmer concert, this gang member finds Bianca, tries to rape her. Oh Drew my God. Jumps in Whoa. And he the gang member starts beating the shit out of Drew. So Bianca finds a big old alley rock, bashes the gang member's head in, and he, dies oh
1: you were kidding about the part where she murders someone
0: she yeah bianca murders someone oh self-defense but instead of immediately going to, to the police they think they can just pretend not to know but dave's dad is a cop so after a bunch of fuck but bianca has a record so she will like go for to for real adult jail if she gets caught again so drew takes the fall for her they rule it in self-defense so he gets to go back to school But he breaks up with Bianca because it's just too much.
1: Because of a sensible human choice. Wow! But
0: another gang member knew it was them, so he started blackmailing Drew. And that's why they beat the shit out of him. Because they wanted Drew to, like, sell drugs or something? Or kill a cop? I don't know. They wanted him to kill someone. They gave him a gun, they wanted him to kill someone. Um, So Drew's kind of been dealing with the aftermath of that. They showed him going to therapy at one point, but I guess... That's yeah that
1: didn't work happening anymore
0: i don't know and at one point his his mom is like maybe we should change schools maybe we should move to boston and adam's like hi we moved to degrassi because people weren't cool with me but i have friends here and i like it here don't i hate us saying this but because so drew, fair because drew is like nah jk i'll stick with degrassi because i got fight club now adam's life doesn't get uh... uprooted like they like drew is clearly the golden child for no reason, because his mom has caught him doing mushrooms and shit. Like, mm. they're way too lenient. Yeah, get
1: on that drew. hard shit. Mushrooms? Come on. Or are you? <laughs> fucking... Yeah, a
0: character named Ron Ron gives Drew Ron mushrooms. Ron. Of
1: course, Ron Ron has mushrooms.
0: Okay. Also... Everybody
1: knows a Ron Ron who just sells a bunch of mushrooms
0: so um, context for Holly J uh-huh. So Holly J used to date Fiona's twin brother Declan but they broke up because Declan out of nowhere started becoming a douchebag oh. um, but Fiona was clearly in love with Holly J but was still coming to terms with her sexuality um, Had and so she and Adam started hooking up and it was pretty much the only time Adam's ever had an A-plot uh, up until very recently so Adam's like holy shit Fiona's hot I want to get with this and Fiona's like you're trans, which means I'm projecting my weird feelings and disrespecting your identity by making out with you. This is a...
1: advanced subject matter for a 2010 show. I know. Good for
0: you, Canada, dealing with the fucking, like, that whole mess. Like, it was it's a complicated issue. I respected for it. But, like, poor Adam. Poor Adam yeah. is like, I like you, but you don't like me for me. You don't understand and respect that I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And so, Fiona's like, I'm in love with Holly J. Right. I'm a lesbian.
1: Context for Adam and or Allie and Dave, who gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, so here's the thing so Fiona does eventually, uh, like Holly J finds out that Fiona's in love with her and acts real weird about it. And um, Fiona's like, All right, whatever, stop being weird. You're not that cool. I'll get over it. And we've basically never talked about it ever since. Chill. So Fiona started dating this art nude art model chick and they lived together for a hot second, but
1: wow, then
0: something happened and she had to move out because it was, you know, li- literally U-Haul lesbians. Uh, and I don't know if they're still dating. Um, context for Allie and Dave. So one time... No, I
1: already, I already gave the context. Oh, yeah, who cares? Literally no one cares. But,
0: like, Allie <laughs> is so great because, like, she was introduced as... Her older brother's really hot he's the hottest guy in school. Um, his name is Sav and, re- and he's pretty dope. Um, although right is now- he hot? Can yeah. you confirm? Yes. He was in an episode of Narcos recently and he was banging. Anyway. Um, I can say that about Not him now because he's an adult, um, but essentially, um, she gets introduced as, like, like, they have really strict Muslim parents, but she's like, I want to date boys, I want to be cool, I'm amazing, I'm completely comfortable with how I look and feel in my own body, and she's, like, a fucking go, boy. girl. Yeah, so she, like, is a she's freshman pretty. And dates, like, she's a dirtbag um, senior, and he's, Ugh. like, it was a whole thing. It, it was it was actually really cute and sweet until it really fucking wasn't. Oh. Where she like sent him nudes and then he showed her nudes to the school and it was a real big dirt bag. And wrecking.
1: then they got to have a fun talk about distributing child pornography.
0: Uh, no they did not. Oh. Not really. No. Not really. And then Allie and Drew date for a hot second and then uh, Drew gets a blowjob in the boiler room with Bianca and so Allie distributes uh, Bianca's nudes to the school as if she wouldn't know exactly how that feels and we really don't address the fact that child pornography is distributed and this is the third time that's happened ugh um and then dave's whole introduction to the whole show is essentially him trying really hard to be popular despite um him not being a good person um and his two best friends are like really nerdy kids but they're the best they're the sweetest nicest most awesome little nerds in the whole school named wesley and connor um, even I though love they those names. recently made Connor be a weird pervert and it's not cool, but um, none of this
1: is recent. This is ten years old.
0: This is like last. Yeah, this is like two thousand nine. <laughs> um, but Dave one time wanted to uh, impress these basketball bros, so he stole his cop dad's taser and tases Wesley, his best friend. No, you don't do that to your
1: friends.
0: Yeah, and guess what. Um, when Dave eventually apologizes, he's like, "You can tase me." Wesley's like, "No. Why would I do that? We are friends." Because Wesley's the best.
1: Because I have a fucking brain. Jesus, some drama-filled little chitlins. <laughs> it's a lot to handle.
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't even get to see Drake. <laughs> we, I missed the, <laughs> I missed the Drake ones by like a year and a half. Apparently. No,
0: so long ago. Drake Ugh. has been gone off the show for a while. I.
1: I agreed to this because I thought there might be Drake. Okay.
0: If you wanted Drake to be on the show, we needed to do last year's April Fool's and that's before I even lived in New York. Damn it. All right. Well, thanks, Cole. Thank you, Allegra. Okay, bye. This was fun. Oh, shit. Cool. Okay, bye.